What is up? Welcome back to another episode of The Tailgate Show. We're just going to crack open a quick hitter here. And you know what we're going to do? It's such a refreshing... We're going to a fucking koozie. That's right. This is such a refreshing... on our Yeti koozies. Delicious episode that we're going to put a nice koozie on it to keep it cold and crispy for you. Damn it. You're using koozies, man. I don't... don't Diddy over here... Big Diddy over here thinks that uh, that koozies are like from the fifties and nobody uses them anymore. Little does he know in the Midwest the koozie game is strong. Well, I'll tell you what. No, the, the whole thing started with an idea of handing out koozies. I'm like, that's like stuff you you go to like any carnival, whatever, freaking fair. People are like trying to peddle their business koozies. Nobody uses them, man. They end up getting thrown out. Not around here. Anyway. Greg, Greg Braggs in the chat says, "Tell Brian to get his sunglasses yeah, on." Yes, you? well, the show the show was late, and Brian took his contacts out. Yeah, and... I was in the film room, Greg, and <laughs> yeah, he was breaking down, the, grinding the tape. You know how to do. So, if if he puts on his if he puts on his sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah. he's Brian with the regular glasses. Yeah, yeah so this, can't. Come this on, Clark. Like, this is 11.41 my time. Is that like uh, Karen with the good hair? What is that? Diddy <laughs> with the regular glasses? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's, it's like my way, man. These are my old man glasses. Greg, Greg's, Greg's kicking off our new segment, Throwing Shade, yes, right there. there. <laughs> oh, really? Well, he's throwing shade. <laughs> well, lots of shit. That, that, that shirt will be out soon. Uh, not only that. Anyway, so we're going to we're gonna get into it. Um, and uh, ask, ask Greg, man. Greg. Yeah. You using koozies, bro? Like, really? Yeah, yeah Greg, Greg koozies, tell, tell, koozies him, tell him, tell him. About koozies that people use koozies for their beverages in the Midwest and all around the damn country. It's not just the Midwest. Whatever. Oh, I don't know. Koozies. Yes. Koozies. What's up? Anyway, yeah. people know. People know. Tailgates and koozies. Yes, especially in the lake. Yes. Of course. Yes. Shit gets cold in your hand. That's right. I drink, right. whiskey, I drink whiskey before games. I don't drink beer. So, mm-hmm. so does Greg. Doesn't have anything <laughs> to do with anything. Greg, anyways, Greg drinks whatever you put in his hand if you do it right. Right. Anyways, that's my, that's my dog. So, any, you any, have no, anywho. you have no point. Koozies are real. The koozie life is so serious. Exactly. It's an easy tailgate gift. Yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the tailgate gift that keeps on giving at the tailgate. So, hopefully. Uh, Matt Ryan doesn't look like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick looked tonight, right? Because Fitzpatrick looked like looked like uh, I don't know what, but he was running people over and uh, you know not it's missing magic. a damn, not missing a freaking pass. Dude, we're in, Matt Ryan looks good this year. Yeah, it's, it's I don't really good. He does. His footwork looks good. His ball delivery looks good. He's moving Pause. in and out of the pocket. He's actually he ran a couple of times against Dallas for, to convert first downs. New wrinkle. It's going to be a uh, could be a very tough game for our defense. Yeah, I just think yeah. Greg mentions their right tackle is out. Um, I, I just think that the 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 pass rush is going to get to Ryan. Like I just I'm sorry. Like I just think that we are going to get 50 snaps out of Robert Quinn, and we're you know we're going to get to him. Uh, you know and then. Yes, he had 25 last week. He's not He's not limited in practice. He's practicing in full. I think we're going to get 50 snaps out of him, and I think I think he's going to uh, – I think I think that's going to be the difference. Um, we, we need to get to him quick. We do. It, the yeah, best we got to be there. Our coverage has to be tight, too, I'm afraid. And that's scary because there's a lot of speed on that offense. Well, that, if, if, the Falcons – go ahead. It, it's, if Julio is healthy, it's a whole different dynamic. It, because Fuller's not switching, so Jalen's going to have his hands full. I think he can handle that battle somewhat, but Julio's pretty crafty if he's healthy. The ham, there was a hammy, right? 
He's, he's been a hammy. He's had a hammy, and he keeps. He's been playing through it, but he supposedly aggravated it in the in the Cowboys game. My thing is this: the, the Falcons' injury list is like a mile long at this point. You know what I mean? Like, and so. Um, you know, they got problems on the defense. They got problems on the offensive line. You know, I don't think this is going to be an easy game. I mean, I said 28-24 Bears, but I, I just think that the that the pass rush is going to figure things out. Um, and we heard Pagano today say that basically, you know, they're admitting the fact that Trevathan is, is barely going to be on the damn field. Well, his he, snaps were cut. What do you have, like 41? They were cutting snap. They were cutting half. Well, the, 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 the second quarter. The first game. The starting the three safeties and the extra DBs were coming on second yeah, quarter. We're, we're not three game. four much at all. So it's it's a choice between Danny and Roquan there, and and Roquan's getting the the bulk of those snaps. And Danny, I mean, I watched Danny went and went and watched coach's film and just focused on Danny. Yeah, the the he's still part of the. He's in the offense's head. They're still focusing on him. They're still throwing guys on him. He has definitely lost a step, though. There's no question. Yeah, he's lost three steps. He's washed. Like I, I, he, I think he, I think he's got an injury. They're not talking about. He's just, well, he's, I, just not, he's just not in shape or something. It's we we need him. To play. I just think he went off a cliff. I think he went off a cliff, and I think he's. I think we paid a bunch of money for an old leader. And that's what we got. We got an old leader guy. But you, you know. can tell you can tell he's definitely still very vocal on the field. You see him like getting everybody. Into, yeah, like, I mean, you know, uh, okay. he, had, he had a couple of plays in the Giants game where it's like, okay, Danny, you looked okay there, but yeah, I mean, they're few and far right now. And I don't like I said, I don't know if it's something between his ears going on or what, but he is not himself. I mean, my thing is this: is that the Falcons are a lot more than just Julio Jones. They are oh Aiden, Aiden Hurst and Calvin Ridley. I mean, I put out a tweet that Calvin Ridley has 239 rushing yards by himself, yeah. or uh, receiving yards by himself. A. Rob Miller and Mooney have 257 combined. Oh yeah, he had. I mean, the first was it the first game? He had like three receivers over 100 yards. I mean, that kid Gage is nasty too. Yeah, yeah we're all him. we're all hot to trot over Mooney with three catches, and oh my god, he made a block. This kid Gage has week. fifteen catches for one hundred and sixty yards on the year. Yeah, like, but, I get it. I'm 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 high. You know, like I'm I feel good about two and zero. I'm not trying to like piss on everybody's parade, but like you know, we're feeling ourselves a little too much. Like you know, people are out here tweeting about how Cody Whitehair is one of the best centers in the league, and like uh, relax, like relax. Yeah, like, and, and it took. I know you had an issue on Twitter, sorry to kind of cut in, but like you, you get it, it seems like even it, it's almost like the politics, the political world is, is kind of going into the sports world where, like, if you're not on an extreme side of something, you have no voice, right? And we, right, we've been fans a long time, and that doesn't mean our opinion's more valid, it just means we're at a different place in our fandom than some people. Where I've been waiting for a franchise quarterback my whole life, I started following the Bears 85, it's been a long time. And it's just your journey's different when you've been waiting so long. So it's not that we're being super negative with Mitch. We will point out the deficiencies because we're looking for certain things. We want the, we all want him to be a franchise quarterback, right? We'll all be there for it. We're just waiting to see it. So, like, if, well, if, we're, if we're critiquing him, it doesn't mean we're haters. It just means we want him to right. be great. <laughs> right. You know, it's... Yeah, we want him to, but it's like we've seen how many guys have we seen? We've been through all these guys, you know. Like, I know that some of these people on Twitter are like 15, 16 years old, you know, or they act like it. And it's like, you know, it's, this is their first journey into Bears quarterback suck life. Everybody's but, had a different place in their yeah. fandom, but. Right, I get it. I, I'm just saying, like, you, when you see Baldinger break down that play and. It's like Nagy is doing everything in the world for this guy. He's sending guys in motion. Yep. If the if the guy follows him, it's not difficult. If the guy follows him, they're in man. If he doesn't, they're in zone. It's not difficult. Like sure. so, like it, you know, you need to understand where your outlets are, and he's still. 
doesn't know where his damn outlets are, and and you have guys who are on the who are in open green grass with their arms up, and he's looking the other way, getting sacked. Like he did, he did escape some pockets that were good, and he got yes. that's one of that's one of the sacks that he took was he escaped a good pocket. He just got nervous and left. But I will say that the play actions helped him a lot. I think he's it, a lot, a hell of a lot better out of play action. Absolutely, it has. But he needs to carry out his space a little better. Uh, you know what? But oh, but here we are. But here we are asking ourselves, and you have to ask yourself, what the fuck did we get Foles for? And and you know we see that uh, uh, Pro Football Focus or Pro Football Talk article that's like a total fluff piece about how. Foles is preparing them for the other teams and using his expertise, and he's another coach and this, that, and the other. And it's like I've defended the Foles pickup, but if we got Foles to run this offense, that would have been a disaster because that's not what he's ever done well. Foles is the guy who stands back in the shotgun and surveys the field and runs the RPO. Foles is not – I mean, I'm not saying Foles couldn't do what Mitch is doing, but I, I'm just definitely succeed in what, what they're running right now. It, it, he's it's just you're, you're t- I'm just I just want to know if when Mitch gets hurt, if he gets hurt, not that I hope he does, are they going to run this offense with Foles, or do they really have like a whole separate package? Pause for Foles. <laughs> I would not be surprised if they have a whole separate package for Foles. I wouldn't be. Well, I, I, mean, think, I think he'd be fine running this, but I think the, the and I always felt this way. They brought fools in in case you need to break glass for emergency. If Mitch right. doesn't pan out, they weren't going to chase. If Mitch doesn't pan out, they will go to right. The, right. That, that's the reason they brought him in, and, and he's already bought himself time. He's bought himself. I, he's Mitch has bought himself to the bye week now. Yeah, with two wins. No, if he throws four picks, I wouldn't say that. Like if he looks really bad. And and you know and, and you can't blame just, you know uh, drops or whatever you know and by the way there haven't been that many drops like everybody everybody's suddenly an expert on what's a drop and what's not a drop I'll trust the, the official scorers and the and the and the analytics nerds on this there haven't been that many drops <laughs> like yeah. you know Mitch has been very inaccurate I mean there was a, somebody put out a stat that. Allen Robinson has caught 100% of, of the accurate passes that have been thrown to him. But this season, he's been thrown 44% accurate passes. Well, Mitch, like, Mitch is second in the league with inaccurate throws for quarterbacks. Yeah, it's, it's him and Haskins and who else? Mitch is first, yeah. Right. Like, it, it's, like, it's just the guy is, you know, showing signs, but please, let's just not crown his ass yet. Like, I don't. I don't understand. What I, what I will I, say, this is the, the the biggest place where I saw the improvement from going back and watching the film was his his pre snap stuff is a lot further ahead than it was last year. He it's not last year we were dealing with Nagy and his helmet. He is processing things. He is looking over the defense. You can see his head turning. He's he's shifting guys. He's he's reading that. It's the post snap stuff that still needs a lot of improvement, in my opinion, because he's locking in the Mooney yeah. play. The Mooney play for the touchdown, perfect progression reading. He's looking around. He's being patient. That that play all came. That was that was a really good example of of some growth. But generally, he's locked, and especially on a Rob man, like he is laser focused. There's guys <laughs> wide open. A Rob's got like two guys on him. He's forcing that thing in. Like that. Those are things that need to improve. The post snap stuff needs to improve. But pre snap, I have seen a lot of improvement. Like the, the, right. But you said yourself after that game, after the Giants game, how how wobbly his passes look. The delivery is weird. You know, like, and I'm sense. sorry, the Mooney play, like, cool, yeah, great. But he also had about a week to throw. When he like, manipulated he was, the pocket, he rolls right. He rolls yeah, but he also right. kind of like didn't even have to. That was a yeah. good pocket. That's what I'm good. saying is he didn't he, – he thought about bailing a perfectly good pocket, then realized he didn't right. have to. Then he realized that there was still nobody on him. I mean, and then he was like, oh, shit, there's Mooney. I'll, I'll throw it. And and great. You know what I mean? It worked out. I, I'm just like – to me, it's like I see that and it doesn't – you know, it doesn't scream like, oh, boy, he's figured it all out. <laughs> Like I mean, we've seen him do similar stuff. So Mitch, is, so we've decided Mitch is Mitch. Well, I, I think I think the offense is better. I'll say it again. That and offensive again. line 
is the offensive line is better. I think. Yes, the offensive line is playing much better. They are they are competing. They're not giving up penalties. They're running the ball. Um, you know, I, I still uh, so yes, I think the offense that they are running right now with Mitch is better. And what we can hope is that Mitch can become the win with guy. We can win with him. Like the and, first half Mitch. We want first half Mitch. Yeah. I mean, which is which is a combination. It means that, you know, uh, Montgomery's making big plays. You know, uh, you just, I mean, they even asked him, I think it was today or yesterday, you know, what's the difference when you guys are able to run the ball? And Mitch is like, well, you know, the, the defense is off balance. There's bigger windows, you know. Um, I still think ultimately teams are daring him to throw. I mean, you saw how many times the, the Giants dropped eight. I mean, they still want this guy to throw. Yeah, but this because, is one, the one thing is with Atlanta, they're not a very good pass defense at all. No, they're terrible. It should be a weak one. You can get them with the run, too, because you saw Dallas do it. Well, their run defense is and that's Dallas, That's not a barely, good it's, it's better than their pass defense, I'll say that's that. That's not a great Dallas offensive line like it has been in years past. No. It's good. So. It's I don't know. I don't know. Weird 0-2, though, because they, they face Dak and they face Russ. You know what I mean? It's not right. like they're facing bums here. Like, so, it, yeah. It, I still think that their offense, their offense, if we give them the same chances we've given the last two teams, we're going to be in trouble. I will say that. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Different, different animal than, than Stafford and uh, <laughs> Jones. Buster Screen, Dion Bush, they're, they're going to be having some interesting – Coverage things happen this week. They're going to be tested. Yeah, and then that all depends if Julio's not playing. Now, now it's a even now, if he's not. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I, mean, I that, think it does. I mean, it matters. It matters. A little bit, but hey, even as a decoy, you have to you have to respect him. You know, it speed matters. Is speed, and they've got it in bunches. Yep. And yeah, I, think, I mean, I think I, one one place they're vulnerable. I think is if we can, we really need to utilize our tight ends this game. Because that's somewhere we can really hurt their defense. I'd really like to see if yeah. Where are the tight ends? That's a that's been the big no show. Like, I, I know they've I know they've they've been, you know Nagy's all high on their blocking and and they've been doing some blocking. Um, I know yeah, Mitch has missed give me some more commit, man. He missed a couple of yeah. He missed. Games. He's. I mean, Mitch has already missed. Two uh, that I can think of tight end touchdowns, probably. Yeah, um, he had a, he did have the good throw to. Uh, oh God, Komet! He had one. He had one of Komet had a twelve yard catch, and he had the one where uh, he, threw, he had a gram. Uh, he had a gram rollout out where he yeah. looked uh, looked him off and yeah. threw over top of the coverage. And that is so, Miller. Miller caught a progression that ball. for him. Miller caught that ball in the end zone, though. It, it also changes the how the game plays out also. I mean, that yeah. that was that was a big drop there. And that was a really perfect throw by Mitch. Like, that that had – there was no wobbliness. That that was a dime. No, it was his best throw of the day probably. Yes. You couldn't put it any just, better. That's just, you know, that's just our luck right now. And Mooney, man, that, that kid is impressive. To be, the, he, he's uh, – He done he's told that again to hit it. Well, he's got a little vet- veteran kind of thing going with him, like to come back to the ball and be that – he's a heads-up kid. Like, I, I, he's got a ton of potential, and, and I understand why fans are excited. It, I know it's – Yeah, we're excited. I just – I'm like – we get – like, I just don't understand. Like, we get excited, but it's like, let me see something. Like, I want to see something. I want to see five catches, 75 yards. I'm not, you know, like three catches, 38 yards is not getting me all hot and Yeah, bothered. yeah, that's not his fault, though. <laughs> well, well, with this so, offense, I, I would expect that you're not going to see 85, 90, 95 yards pass receiving. I mean, we only ran 65 plays against the Giants. That's that's bad. <laughs> Like you know, we need to be up around. We need to be up around eighty plays. You know, like what was the time of possession? I I don't have those numbers. We were we were winning time of possession. As much as we were running the ball, you think we should have been? Yeah, we were. Um, I just I don't want to. You know, I don't want to start playing the woulda, shoulda, coulda game already. Like it's like you know, I mean, we've done it already. Uh, I just look at Atlanta, and I I think I. I look at them and I think that 
the defense should be able to get to Matt Ryan. And that doesn't mean that we're that that we're gonna hold Matt Ryan to under twenty points. I don't believe that. But I just think, you know, that they can make a long day for him. And he knows it's coming too, and he's not he's a very he's a very smart quarterback. Like sure is. He is. He's crafty. Like we got we're gonna have our hands full. Especially if Julio's healthy. Because it really depends. Like, we need our offense to click, like, fully click. And if that's happening and our defense is not out there. I mean, I think the best thing the offense can do is absolutely not get in the shootout and run the ball. I I mean, if if we end up playing a a full ball control offense and keep Matt Ryan off the field, that's the best case scenario. And like Brax said earlier, injuries on paper, on paper, yes, they're injuries. We really should dominate them with our talent, but the The injuries are tricky because you don't have tape on guys that are injured that are uh, right. But their defense does come out fast. Right. They they don't, they're not able to maintain that for a full game. Well, it's funny. A-Rob called them an AAU team on defense. And he sort of, I was just like, wait, what does that mean? And he's, you know, he just said that they have a lot of guys who are trying to get turnovers. Um, you know, and the way I took that to mean is like it's a bunch of mercenaries who haven't played together a lot and are trying to get their own stats, you right. know, which is kind of the case. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know where they got to Karis McKinley, who's okay. Uh, I mean, I don't. I think McKinley's hurt too. Right. He's been on the injury report. I just. You know, it, it's going to be a weird game, and I, I, I have a hard time, you know, I can't honestly say that, you know, I, I, I'm going to look at the schedule and see a time where I pick the Bears to win by a lot. I just don't, you know, I think it, those two games have already passed. <laughs> it's an interesting matchup because you have two teams that really haven't put four quarters together. And you have a quarterback in Matt Ryan that's light years ahead of Mitch, but because of the injuries, we, we don't know how that's going to affect what he's trying to do either. Well, we, what got, if, we got him defensively. We're better. It's just right. what, we don't know what Mitch is going to show up. And uh, that's kind of you don't know. If four quarters of Mitch, yeah, we're gonna, we could dominate them. If he's on, we're good. Well, I've seen some people saying maybe this will be like the Tampa game, and I, I know. <laughs> I just – I'd take I, it. I could, I could sure see it. take it, but I just, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, and, and at the same time, like you look at them and it's like, we want to say, well, what if, what if, what if, what if that crazy onside kick thing doesn't happen and they beat Dallas, you know? Well, I mean, Calvin Ridley was getting pretty open. I mean, if, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Cooper, Amari Cooper was, was burning them. I mean, you got a guy with Mooney speed on turf and he's comfortable. He's getting comfortable. Yeah. I think that the bears should be able to beat them handily, but will they? I have no clue. Again, right. we just have no clue. I think I think we're if Robert Quinn plays the whole game, and you know we, I think the defense we can start. We're starting to get to the point where we know what defense is going to show up. I feel. Yep. Time of possession stats. Sorry. Bears thirty four minutes twenty nine seconds. Giants, 25 minutes, 31 seconds. Sorry, I'm breaking down film. So, That's amazing that, like, we only ran yeah. 65 plays with that many. That's called running um, the ball, man. That's what running the ball does, man. Right. It shortens the game, which is exactly what they want to do. That's what we need to do. That's what well, we need and, to do against Atlanta. Right. And I want to, like, I'd be fine with it. Like, if we just run the ball, like, I want to see more Cordero, more Tariq, more David Montgomery, and and that's just going to be less. That's just going to be less than everybody else. I mean, and that that is what it is. But if Matt Ryan stays off the field and Julio Jones stays off the field, and I don't know, are we worried about Todd Gurley? Jeez, I mean, should we be? speed? You got to respect them. Well, we we got our big man in the middle now. Well, yeah. So, if you didn't, if you don't, haven't caught up, John Jenkins has a torn thumb ligament and is on the IR. Um, which Copy and I, paste that shit, bro. Hmm. Copy and paste that. Just fucking rip it and stick it, right? Yeah, I don't know. You know, we don't need another guy playing playing with a big mitten. We, we've seen how that goes. Yeah. Um, 
But so they they signed this literal monster, six foot seven, uh, three hundred fifty two pounds out of uh, Tennessee that's been bumping around Pittsburgh for the last five years and hasn't really played a lot. But he's big. He's like Ted Washington big. So he's not. Uh, he's, you know, not he's not snacks elite though. They no, he's not snacks. Uh, remember, snacks remember, is, was it the Lions fans when they got snacks? They were like, he's elite. Like yeah, sna- like- that people Blinds fans told us that Snacks was a better acquisition than Khalil Mack. Mm. That's just the 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 pure insanity of Lions fans. Like, Wrong. The, like the, <laughs> the pure glue huffing, like meth in your cereal insanity that is Lions fans to even come up with that total horseshit. Oh. Okay. Um, I expect well, our defense we, to be dominant, though. Yeah, I, I do agree with you on that. Like, I think. Well, first, I don't know about dominant. I just think they're going to get to the quarterback. I mean, well, and, I, and, held, and if the first two quarterbacks you know, we held to under eighty rating, but Ryan had one hundred and twenty six rating last week. He, what I've seen, what I saw is from from both the Lions game and the Giants game is that we got to the quarterback, but the quarterback got flushed out and made plays. That's not Matt Ryan's game. Now, can he make throws and, and, and read defenses and do all these things and throw quick? Absolutely. But Stafford killed us rolling out, getting yards, and rolling out and throwing. So did Daniel Jones. He he made big plays, uh, especially on third down, getting flush out of the pocket. Well, he saved a sack. He saved a Quinn sack. He had him dead to rights, flips it out, and that's a 15-yard gain. Absolutely. So I just don't see – I don't see Matt Ryan. And not to say that he can't do some of that. I just don't think consistently he's going to be able to do it. Now, I don't think we're going to see this McCullers guy in the game right away. I don't – I don't I, know. You might. You might see mm. him. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you know, our boy Mario Edwards got in there for eight snaps. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and they, he, he made an impact. He caused the – for the stunt. He made the stunt and took out the uh, tackle. So, when well, we got the – we got the, you know, we got the, the good Brawl Network subscription to the uh, PFF Elite. So, I went against my, my normal uh, – Druthers and went on a deep dive into some PFF yeah, yeah. badness. Um, I got some foil if you need it. Listen, PFF. <laughs> yeah. I I here's what I'll say. I think PFF is is pretty useful on defense because on defense you can pretty well tell what was supposed to happen. I think where you get into a lot of murky area with PFS, which is basically just putting a number score to an opinion is on offense because you just how can you know exactly where the guy was supposed to be it's, it's i think that's where it gets very murky to say you know this this receiver is doing such and such you don't know what he's supposed to be doing with defense it's like okay he's in the area did he make a play you know i think some of their stuff in terms of like offensive line defensive line like pass blocking win rates. I mean, that stuff is like, it's very subjective. I mean, at the end of the day, all that shit is extremely subjective. Like, and then they just throw a number grade to it. But some of the, the highest rated defensive line play, according to them, graded is by Bilal Nichols and um, Brent Urban. <clears throat> oh, okay. well, I don't talking know about the Bears. Urban. Good. Woo. Well, they are talking highly about Mitch, which is kind of funny. I mean, you know, they it's it's a real departure from them because they normally they normally love to crush Mitch. Yeah, we Nichols had a hell of a I see the retweets when they put stuff out about the Bears, and I see all the hate when it's just okay. It's just stat crushing. Nichols made a hell of a play on the screen pass after the sudden change where we turn it over. They throw an inside screen. Nichols stays home. And reads it completely and just blows it up. It's like that's that's the shit that gets you the big PFF points. That's a guy reading the offensive line, reading the running back keys, staying home. That's awesome. Well, and it's like stuff like you know, I mean, the, you know, uh, now Urban did get bitch slapped on that fourth and one. He got three yeah, yard, but but back. but the, back to Bilal and Urban. If you think about it, no, I mean, I don't care. I'm not. I'm not sitting here gonna talk. PFF, like I'm some, you know, I'm just saying, like it's, it's, you know, it's interesting fodder for conversation on Twitter and whatnot. But what I'm saying is that if you think about watching the game, 
you you really John Jenkins has been bad. <laughs> like he's not been he bad. hasn't done anything. He hasn't even hold up. He, you know he's he's been bad. He's so I, I would like to see. I don't think his thumb is what what is the problem. Like I mean maybe maybe, but he was bad in Detroit game, and I don't you know, and I don't think Akeem. Um, Akeem's played decent, but there's been plenty of times where you know he was pretty handled by by Detroit, and he played better against the Giants. And he both both games he had important plays. So I'm not totally crapping on Akeem, but I mean JPP you know. comes out looking like freaking penguin. So can we get can we do start doing a deep dive at the DVOA because that's what I really find intriguing. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do that, I, I don't. I, no, you gotta it. get gotta get the Brawl Network uh, Football Outsiders. Um, there we T-Dub go. Dub Carrot says Jalen Johnson is dominating. I don't yeah. know if I go dominating, but he's, he's playing well. He's playing he's, good, tight man coverage for a, for a rookie. He's he's yeah, he's all like over those. the field. I mean, you know, he's all over the field. I mean, hopefully, he I would say this is the best rookie corner performance since Peanuts rookie year. I would also looks say this really is the, good. He got a lot of PIs that year. You think he got like eight in his rookie is, year, but his coverage was so good. This is going to be his biggest challenge this season. Yes, too. we're going to see how good he is. It, I think he'll step up. I mean, I, he's definitely not scared. I mean, both these. Oh no! But, both these dudes, Mooney and J- Jalen, are extremely confident. Um, how terrified are you of Hayden cool. Hurst running across the middle against either Danny Trevathan? He's good. I'm, I'm not, I, I mean, you know, it, it's really, it, it's just in what situations, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I think if, if, if they go to that on um, first down, then I think they, they might find something there. You know what I mean? Like if I'm the Falcons, that's what I'm doing <laughs> right. is I'm, I'm looking for Hayden Hurst on quick hitters right over the middle and, you know, right at Danny Trevathan. I'm running Hayden Hurst right at Danny Trevathan on first down, and I'm going to throw it to him, you know, five, seven-yard slants and get the ball out before the pass rush can get there. And, you know. It's a little homecoming for Wims and Roquan, too. You got brotherly. You got brother battles. Yeah, Georgia you got the Ridley brothers. Yeah, Ridley. Riley Ridley. Is that guy even on the team? Like that, that dude is like like Tanner Gentry at this point. Like, get out of here, Riley Ridley. This Question: is, you, Tell you, me more about his amazing route running. Like, get out of here. That dude is like ghost. Like, do you? If you're him, do you give up secrets on your brother to your teammates? What if you secrets? Have if, what you know, secrets? if you know no, that he did something, I don't think number one. I don't think he has any secrets. But two, yes. <laughs> like, of course, you're trying to win, you know. But I don't think he's even going to get on the field. I mean, Javon Wims, I got to give it to him. He's blocking. Well, he was you know? one of the few that were blocking. Yeah, I, I like when Wims Mooney, called upon, he's been doing a good job. Mooney blocked and Wims blocked. Robinson had a bad game. He had a bad game. He's not a blocker, but I mean, he's never been a great blocker. He's no Jimmy Graham, but no, but, but but, you know, he also, he also had the key block on that fourth down in the lions game. I mean, he, when he needs to, he does, but, and we talked about this already, but it's like, I don't want to hear bears fans throw him under the bus on a touchdown run about how he didn't do enough. What else was he supposed to do exactly? The guy ran for a touchdown. You also don't want to get called for a stupid penalty. True. So, so once a running back passes you, it's like the play's over. You, you know, you saw other receivers like trying to get out of the way because you know you could have uh, guys flopping or trying to set you up for a clip. And then, and then what? You know, and then you get a penalty. So it's like, you know, I love how Twitter this week was full of wide receiver blocking experts. You know, like uh, just going at going at Allen Robinson. Like, get out of here! This guy is our my best point, offensive player. My point was, he just had a bad game. That's all. Yeah, but I'm saying you're never going to see like an amazing blocking game from Allen Robinson. That's not his game. I give you Rob a break, man. Like I said, oh, yeah, there was some there was some comment about I forget who was it 
sleep expert or something about how a Rob's not backing Mitch publicly. It's like, I mean, this dude lays yeah. his, lays his freaking career on the line sometimes for, for yeah. overthrowing balls. He makes, guys, he makes highlight catches. It's a, guys it's a, probably saved 20 interceptions for Mitch. Yeah. With the way he's dove for balls. And so and, when Mitch throws an 80, 20 ball, sometimes it's not going to work. Right. I mean, who's the know, 80 and who's the 20? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it and should I, be a 50 50 ball. But. A-Rob had a great, great, you know, quote about you know, what he's doing for Anthony Miller because Anthony Miller had a terrible game and he disappeared. <laughs> like, yep. you know, I mean, it, it, and they blamed him for that third down play, said he didn't run the right depth or whatever. It's like, okay, we're back to this, huh? So. You know, I, I expect our defense to get better every week, though. Well, I, that's what I think. And I think the defense is – I feel like the defense is turning the right direction, and as long as Quinn is in the game, you know, a lot, um, I think I think we'll be okay. And hopefully it's just game for Mitch. Hopefully he gets better every week. He did show he did show the improvement in the first half. I mean, the – you know, the – The third the first, down conversions. Yep. You know, that was – Every week we've focused on one thing mm-hmm. and we've done it better. What's the one thing you think this week that we need to focus on and do better versus Atlanta? Just a more continuous read of his progressions and, and seeing things. You know, if your first read is covered too tightly, look look for your outlet. Because the, the, we saw the one play where Tariq was, I mean, you're talking set up for a potential touchdown. Tariq was yep. like, so a touchdown or a sideline, there ain't no in between. Right, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, if he can just start processing things a little quicker, that's what I want to see. I just think like everything's set up right now for him to for things to be simple. I this mean, is they're a literally defense. this is a defense you could go off on. They're literally running high school plays for him right now. You know, uh, you know, quarterback runs and crap like that. So, have you, have you, just, you guys, just, have you guys had a chance to listen to Hogan Johns this week? It's actually yeah. pretty good. They bring in Mike Tice's boy, and he discusses, you know, like a lot of the offenses are reverting back to a simpler offense because you're oh, yeah. dealing with freak athletes that are used to outrunning and outthrowing. Look what the Niners did last year. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> So this is actually just more back to a basic style of football so they can kind of grasp the concepts. Now you wouldn't be doing this if Mitch was progressed further into the learning the offense. A lot of, a lot of quarterbacks can't do it. That's the point. Right. Um, well, the other thing, the, uh, it's not just the quarterbacks. It's the receivers. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think the issue a lot of times is the receivers. Because there's so many options on these routes, and then you have to you have to be perfect with it. You know, um, and and then like we've said before, being under center helps his footwork, or it should help his footwork. You know, whereas when he's when he's back there in shotgun, it's all happy feet all the time. So, I, you, you want know. a lesson on footwork? I'm seriously, seriously, go watch Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's footwork is amazing. Oh, he's a technician. He's a great quarterback. Well, and he's, also, you know, yeah, he's, it, I was I watched the first two games uh, this week and. He's he's the best quarterback we've played all season. Yep. I mean, we're you know this year is definitely gonna this year is definitely gonna be a test. I mean, the list of quarterbacks they played last year was atrocious. They played some horrible quarterbacks last year, and we're not getting that this year. We're gonna play some. De- I mean, well, it looks like Kirk Cousins is a fire, but you know you're Yay. you're getting you're getting Matt Ryan eighty four million dollars. I think Matt Ryan's, you know, you're getting Matt Ryan. Um, Philip Rivers is next, and then Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I'm not that scared of Philip Rivers, but Tom Brady is is finding his stride right now. Yeah, but like, this this really is a defense. I just don't want to get overconfident, but this is a defense that Mitch should ball out against. Right. I mean, I don't think I'm not overconfident. I just I don't think 28, 24 is overconfident. I mean, you guys think no. the Bears are going to win by ten or more? No. I think it's it's think, probably going to be 24 20 maybe if we can get to 24 it's so hard to predict this one I don't no are you going yeah. you going the dark side I don't want to but 
Yeah, I just can see. I, it, it's Mitch could totally dominate this game. I just don't know. Like if if you had to put money on it, I don't know. Because it all it all depends. It's all it's all on how Mitch plays. Because I think our defense can. It, our defense is going to keep us in any game. What I think is that the silver lining of Mitch's uneven play is that it that it keeps Snaggy from from installing one of his Mitch pass happy game plans, right? <laughs> like you know, because he doesn't trust him. Like I, you know, and it sounds crazy, but it's like I don't want Mitch to have a Tampa game because that was like the worst thing that ever happened because it it made everybody think that he was somebody that he. Wasn't. I love it. I'm going to take a minute. We're going to take a second right now. We're at 40 minutes into our podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's take a minute and think about number 40, Gail Sayers, and the passing. God bless that man. Alzheimer's and dementia is a hell of a way to go. Yeah. And to see him, like you guys saw him at the 100 year, you're lucky you got to see him. A, sh- a shell of the man that he was. It was an emotional moment, man. I'm sorry. It, it, I, I wanted to try to do that. No, 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 no. That's fine. I mean, I feel like the dude doesn't talk about it. it. I mean, you look behind you, you've got his jersey hanging. Yep. Man, you know? it was, when we did see him at the 100 year, it was uh, it, it was emotional. And he probably got one of the loudest ovations of the night. As he should. And that, yeah, I mean, know. it was weird. It was weird. I mean, you know, it was you know, you saw you know, fridge in a wheelchair going down the going down the red carpet, and you see slumped over, you know, Gail Sayers in a wheelchair. Who basically, didn't seem like he even knew where he was. I mean, I didn't know. I'm quite honest. Like, I watched that uh, Sayer, uh, Buckus and Sayers uh, documentary they had on the NFL yeah. Network, and I realized. I'm watching it at the moment when it first came out, I didn't realize how far it had progressed. You could see his wife actually cueing him as to, you know, memories of football and things like that. He was already, he was fighting it then. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I mean, the guy, that we got that much out of him. The guy was poetry in motion, man. He poetry was motion. So he ran a university. He ran an athletic department in Southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Major computer wizard, you know. What is it, Fortune 500 dude at one point there or something like that? He he did really well, and then he had a bad stutter that he had to also overcome. So, and he, he's pushed public speaking for kids that have learning difficulties in inner cities. It's, that guy leaves a hell of a legacy. He does, and that that, that uh, special with um, Buckus when they when they did that, like they talked to him about his knee injury. Oh he, man, doesn't he, that choke he, you up? Yeah, like he's Every like if they, if they would have had the the technology they have now, how far things have come medically, like I would have been fine. But he, he got choked every up. Every time, every time like, I see that, I yeah, man, the guy it gets you right in the fucking heart because you know he's like I had had I had the technology these kids have now, nobody would have touched him. Well, and he's another he's another thing that that about the Bears in their history that transcended the game because of Brian's song and you know prior to 85 that's another yeah. that's another thing that created a lot of the Bears fan base you know Which is weird so my dad my dad being a Packer fan watched that movie named me after because of that movie Brian like that was wow which is weird because he's a Packer fan, you know. But but that movie that movie moved a lot of people, regardless of who they right. And so and you know, but what's funny is that not funny, but kind of tragic is that he's another Bears great that never played in a playoff game. Yeah, like yeah, man, Buckus. Yes, like great great players that played on bad teams, you know. And even that um, they were talking about. Um, when he had that, you know, great game and then, and then Baltimore ended up winning um, and uh, you know, um, knocking them out of the playoffs. They had, they had, a, they had a chance to go to the playoffs after that game, but Baltimore won and, and knocked them out of the playoffs. So that's as close as they ever got with that team. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously great player, great man, more importantly than a great player to, um, you know, obviously a great ambassador, um, you know, and as much as the bears have not been blessed with good quarterbacks, I mean, you look at the run that 
they had with with uh, you know with him and then Peyton going from you know six, from Peyton to Neil Anderson who did yeah sixties seventies eighties like you know from the mid sixties to the seventies to the eighties you had like a, an unmatched run of running back supremacy you know. Bob Pierce gave him the ultimate compliment where he basically said, I became a better player from just practicing against the guy. Like, you know, he was was incredible. He really was. Yeah, it was just like a kind of like, you know, you don't even need to play. It's just like give it to Gale and everybody get out of the way. Right. Like, you know, because he was just that much faster, quicker, smoother than everybody else. I mean, it just, everybody else looked like they were in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Open know. field cuts, full stride, open field cut, changing direction. He, he transcended his generation. He could play now. That style still has a place now. And he wasn't small. He was a right. big guy. You know, was he six, was he six something, six one? Not a small running back. No. Yeah, so rest in peace to him. I mean, you know, it's uh, he was 77 and, and obviously had a tough last few years of his life. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you're sad, but at the same time, it's like, you know, he's he's also free from from that. You know? From the jail cell that is his body. And um, yeah. you brought that up on the, the Twitter page. Like, they, I hope they rock the all whites with the, the helmet, the white suit. Yeah, please. Uh, that would be him. awesome. Like, and I know it'd probably have to be on the road because that's how it works. But, um, you know, like, why not? They already did. They already did the white C. All they would have to do is just, you know, put on the white pants and yep. do it to it. You know, like, it wouldn't be that difficult. Like, I really, I don't think it'd be for this game, but it would, sure would be cool if they would do it. I mean, we wouldn't want all whites for a while, but this, you know, what a more fitting you know, just because there are so many pictures of him mm-hmm. in the all whites, you know, and that did get a lot of traction um, on Twitter. So hopefully, maybe you know, I know, um, you know, thanks to Waddle, who uh, not Waddle, Sylvie retweeted it, and you know, I was just throwing it out there to everybody. And even um, un- unrelated, Pat Finley uh, had a tweet, you know, saying that that would be a fitting tribute. So hopefully, it gets you know gets to where it needs to get to. I mean, somebody was saying that oh, they already announced that the schedule it's like so what put some white pants on it isn't that like even if they don't even if they don't do the white c and change the stickers on the helmets like you could still throw the white pants on you know buddy like it isn't that that i think the last time i saw him do that wasn't hester was that at the rams game where they did that on I, I know there was a wasn't there a Thursday night where they did a yeah that was a color like a, that when they were doing color, the color rush but it was so it was like yeah. all whites I remember Erlacher wearing them um, you know there's uh, I want to think Hester took two back against the Rams in the white on whites yeah I mean there's definitely Hester there's Hester definitely showed up in them um, for sure uh, you know there's some good pictures of Forte in the white and the all whites too. Um, manly memories. All right. Yeah, so, so what do, you, what, do we got a final score prediction for this one? Yeah, I already said twenty-eight, twenty-four Bears. Twenty-four, twenty Bears. I don't feel good about it. I feel good about it. You're like, the last I like, one. I like the defense. You, Brian. You. He wants, he wants to do it. He wants to pick the Falcons. Go ahead. Fucking guy. <laughs> pick the fucking Packers, why don't you? God. <sighs> I just don't buy this whole back against the wall thing. 31-24 Bears. Oh. Wow. How are we getting the 31? You got a defensive score on there? Is Eddie going to make good? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Is that really what you feel, or did we pressure you into that? I can't. I can't it's gonna. It's just. It's too hard to tell with this one because it, it could go sideways very, very quickly. But I, I think that. Um, I, I think now that Dallas this, did this could be a big game for Mitch too. Dallas did everything they could to give him that game, and Atlanta's like, no, we don't want it. Right. Four turnovers in the first quarter. Yeah, they capitalized on like all of them. The Falcons are kind of the lion south, like. 
in a lot of ways. So I mean, I who, mean who, you bet, who you bang is a hell of a kicker, though. Who? Who? Young boy, Koo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, there it is. Mm-mm. Double. Oh, on. anyway, there Double it on. is. Good times. So that's that's it. This is a a, a, this a quick hitter. Fifty minutes for us. <laughs> um, I dropped the mic, huh? Falcons. <laughs> Falcons preview. Um, it's still twelve o'clock game. Run supposedly, the damn ball. supposedly we're we're actually gonna get Kenny Albert, not Bert weekend at Bernie's Dick Stockton. So it's it's gonna be the crew we were supposed to get for Detroit, but uh, I like that. Kenny. Tampa Tampa Bay game for Mitch. Let's let's see that. You think? I don't think so. I'm ready for it. I think it's gonna be big. I think I think this is a Tariq. I think this is a game where Tariq gets a breakout. I think we see. Um, I think we see the tight ends involved. I think this is a game we can blow them out. But if if, if oh, just bold, very bold, bold strategy, Cotton. What you got? Well, I was just gonna say that basically, I think this is a game we can totally blow them out. But if we let them hang around like we have the last two weeks, and it's Ryan with the game on the line, this is not gonna end very well. So we, I, I think right? Yeah, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Matt Ryan driving yeah, but, down the field. Exactly. It ain't, it's not gonna end well for us. Um, David, I, my bold prediction is: I think Cordell Patterson gets a kickoff return for a touchdown. I think we get a. I think we get a strip sack out of Khalil Mack, um, and I think Komet uh, had a pretty big game last time we played Georgia, right? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a Komet coming out game. Did you just drop a Wii that covered the Bears and Notre Dame? Good God! You, <laughs> you, not Wii. Oh. <laughs> 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 The shiny, the, the dome is so bright. It's so, it's so bright. Big, oh. big. David Montgomery big. rushes twenty-five plus times for over a hundred yards. Two touchdowns. Mm, I like that. Big I game like for commit. What does that mean? Two oh, catches for twenty-five yards? No, four four catches for seventy-five yards and a touchdown. <sighs> Dogging on my Jordan Howard. He's got three rushing touchdowns. Dude, he has 11 yards and 13 carries. He's so washed. He's efficient. He's so washed. Cito Gasson is playing running back for them or something. I don't even know who. I don't know. That's it. Another episode of the Tailgate Show. Dolphers. The Bears going to win. Three and The Koozies. Don't forget. Three and The Koozies. Uh. Uh.